0: This is the Peaks Audio Experience. So, Facebook. Mm. Mm. Our friends on Facebook ask us lots of questions. They do. <clears throat> and one question that happens probably I reckon every week. It's a, it's a similar question every week. It's around intermittent fasting mm. and the benefits of intermittent fasting. And I guess importantly, why, why should we do it? And a lot of people ask how they do it. it. It sounds quite simple but there is a bit of a technique and it's important to understand how to do fasting properly. Mm. Um, so let's walk through, first of all, maybe a little bit about fasting. So you can explain some of the concepts.
1: Yes, yeah, so I think people do get quite confused about fasting, but essentially all fasting means is restriction in terms of what you can eat. Yep. So, so fasting is absence of food. Okay. Um, so, in its simplest concept, and it's been around for you know for decades, for years, mm. it, way longer than that, thousands of years. And if you look at, you know, it's been used for religious purposes, spiritual purposes, weight loss. There's been all sorts of reasons to to fast. And fasting is absence of food for any period of time. Okay. You know, an hour, a, 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 <coughs> you know, a day, a week, a month. And people do different types of fast. So. Before we get into the types, let's just have a quick look at the benefits, because it's got some really amazing and and quite unique benefits. Okay, interesting. So if we look at um, the benefits, well, first of all, if you're on a ketogenic lifestyle, the first one that you're going to be interested in is it can kick you into ketosis. So if you're wanting to get into ketosis fast, then fasting, (laughs) excuse the pun, Um, is a good way to do it. So fasting is a good way to get into ketosis, or if you're already, you know, ketogenic, then um, fasting will just help you get deeper, help you increase your ketone levels. So great for increasing the ketone levels. It's really good for longevity, because Mm. what it does is it allows the body to go through a process of cellular cleanup. So we know about waste, you know, you put something in, you, you generate some waste product and you get rid of it. What we don't really know a lot about is how do we do that on a cellular level? So most of us don't think about the cells in our body, um, but right down at that cellular level, so at the very basic level, the cells basically clean themselves up. So when we're fasting and we've taken the food away, they can get rid of all the diseased cells, the, the partial cells, oh, the, the old cells, they bit <laughs> of a spring cleans, so they get rid of those. And the longer we fast, the, the deeper we get into that cellular mm. renewal. So there's the, you get rid of the cellular waste, and then you can actually start to generate fresh cells. So longer fasts generate fresh cells. So it's really good for that. Mm. Um, it can be very good for, for weight loss. So you know, if you are looking to lose weight, then restrict your calories, and that will help you, you know, again, yep. give, get a bit of a boost. It's very good for gut health. So a lot of people who suffer with the digestion, when they're constantly eating, you can just imagine their digestive system is working hard all the time. And it's just constantly working. And it just never gets a break. Mm. And it's just like us, we need a break. Well, our gut needs a break as well. Absolutely. So by fasting, you're just giving the gut an extended period of time to repair itself, yes. repair all the damage. Um, so it's good for that. It helps you um, do things like retrain your appetite. Um, it stops you desiring food 24-7 because a lot yeah. of us eat all the time. A
0: lot of people have that. That's one of the things that we've seen is people who are used to the mentality of constant snacking oh. or the mentality of you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks in between. The fasting process um, teaches their themselves and their appetite not to expect food every two or three hours so it's quite a quite a good way of training both the mental and the physical side to not require food on an ongoing basis it's
1: quite a it's quite a
0: self-discipline isn't it to, to fast effectively it
1: is and I think you know again look back in history it's been associated with discipline. Mm. People who were disciplined would fast. People mm. who did it for religious beliefs were seen to have willpower and discipline. Yes, yes. So it, it does bring discipline. I think it brings you know, a sense of discipline into your life generally. It, you know, you can build your routines around it. Um, and it all depends what type of fast you're gonna choose.
0: All right, so run us through. What, there's obviously different types.
1: There are different types of everything. <laughs> <laughs> So when it comes to fasting, you've got your short fasting. And that's what we often call intermittent fasting, although any type of, you know, fast is an intermittent fast because eventually you're going to feed yourself otherwise you're going to die yes. so um, intermittent fasting tends to be associated with fasts that are less than one day and I'll come back to that in a second Right. you've then got longer fasts so you might choose to fast for 24 hours or 36 hours maybe up to 72 hours so that sort of 24 up to 72 hours is a is a moderate fast it's a reasonable amount of time to, to go for for sure, if you've been a carb, you know, carbohydrate eater, it's going to get rid of all of that glucose and glycogen in your system and you're going to transition you know, during that period of time into okay. ketosis. Yep. So it's good if you're wanting to get rid of the remains of the, the glucose yes. out of the system. For and sure. that's very doable. Yes. Um, some people <clears> will do a one-week fast because there's a psychological thing about fasting for a week. And then there are people who do one-month fasts and, and even longer. All right. In terms of just, you know, so that's the duration of the fast. And then the types of fast, and this is why I think people get confused. There's a lot of information on the internet, there's a lot of different types of fast. So you can go dry fast, and dry fast means consuming nothing. And this is what a lot of the religious fasts are. So, you know, Mm -hmm. when Muslims on Ramadan, they go from sunrise to sunset without eating or drinking. So that's a dry fast. So, the first one is dry. I don't recommend it because it's very difficult. If you're in a climate like we are right now, very hot, you will find you've, you've got potential for dehydration. So, probably not a, a smart one and not needed. Yes. In fact, a water fast, which is the next one, is much better than a dry fast because the water is actually going to flush out toxins, yes, waste products from your system. Yep. So, water, you know, it is, it is what we need for life. We need water and we need electrolytes. So you might add salt into your water fast. So water fast is, is the next one. And in a water fast, you can also do things like coffee and tea, you know, beverages that don't have any calories. Your next one then will be a fat fast. So don't say that too fast, Uh (laughs) another pun, Uh, but the fat fast is where you are going to consume some calories from fats, but you're not going to have any protein, and you're not going to have any carbohydrates. Okay, yes. Because the protein and the carbohydrates are the ones that during your fast, they're going to actually kill the fast, break the fast, and turn off all those wonderful cellular Mm. regeneration Mm. processes, so you don't want those. Hence the term break fast. Hence the term break fast, so the English language recognises the fact that we break a fast at some point during the day. Yes. Uh, we a lot of people associate it with an early morning meal, but it is literally just breaking the night fast. So the fat fast, um, things like oils and fats, butters, um, possibly some nuts, you know they're all okay but limiting the quantity so you're not consuming too many calories. And some people find them easier because you're actually you know, you're taking in something, something yeah. rather yeah. than having nothing. And so it will help you deal with the hunger pangs and that type of thing. And then the last type is one that's become popular um, more recently, which is more of a calorie deficit. So for example, the five two diet or alternate day fasting is where you have, so they take the five-two, Five days where you eat normally And two days in a week, where you restrict your calories down to 500. Right. So, in those two, in that case, you know, you are basically eating normally for five days a week, but you're going on a a very restricted diet. So, you can eat anything. So, lots of different types of fast. Most popular by far, easiest by far, and the one that fits really nicely into the ketogenic lifestyle is the extended overnight fast. So on this one, you might go from, say, last meal of the day, dinner, fast all the way through to perhaps lunchtime the next day. And what you're doing there is you're, you're just simply pushing back yes. the time that you break your fast. So instead of six, seven, eight, you push that back perhaps to 11, mm. 12, 1 o'clock. In terms of weight loss, in terms of getting some of the cellular benefits, in terms of energy, all of those things you can get a lot of benefit every single day by doing an extended overnight fast and then having a timed eating window of perhaps eight hours.
0: and Then depending on whether it's a, a water fast or a dry fast it depends on what you might consume in that period of time between waking up and breaking the fast.
1: That's it. Yep. So if you're just on a water only, then you'll only consume water right through till you break your fast. Yes. If you're having fats, you might have something like a bulletproof coffee. Right. Yep, so that would fit in. Um you know, so yeah, it depends very much. You might have a coffee or a tea on the water fast as well. Yes. So just looking at what your objective is. Yes. And what is comfortable for you because mm. if if you're feeling massive hunger pangs, then it's not really working for you. So then you've got to think about, would it be better to do a fat fast, still get lots of the benefits, Still, you know, I'm not going to break the fast fully, mm, but I'm going get... to consume some calories. I'm going to feel a lot better. Yeah. So busy executives yes. often find that a bulletproof coffee powers them through the morning. Yes. Whereas if they had nothing, they may just struggle because they're running around from meeting to meeting. They're highly energetic. They've got lots of, you know, got the brain going. <laughs> so they really do need a bit, bit more energy.
0: So I've understood the types of fast, and I've chosen my fast, um, and I'm going to sort of execute the fast. What are some tips before I begin?
1: Well, interesting. Uh, I think know what, you're, know what you're planning to do. Yes. So um, set out your goal. Yep. If I'm planning to fast through to lunchtime, yep. that's, my, you know, that's my goal time. Yep. Um, decide whether you're gonna tell anybody. Yep. You, know, you may or may not tell people. I mean, if you're gonna go out for a social breakfast and not, you're not eating, you might need to tell a few people <laughs> what's going on, yep. you're not yep. sick, you're not ill. Um, so you may need to communicate it out. Um, And just, you know, be ready. So if you're going to do, you know, Pink Himalayan salt in your in your water. Make sure you've got plenty. And um, think about what your next you know your actual breakfast meal is going to be. And obviously
0: don't binge. And then the
1: well, that's the thing. So in terms of that's before the fast, the preparation. But when we come to breaking the fast, yes. so when we get to that first meal, the rest, that's the, really the time we need to be careful. So having gone for that period of time and probably built up a good level of hunger. You want to be gentle with breaking the fast. So don't go all in with a three-course meal because <laughs> that's probably going to hurt. Yeah. And you're going to come banquet. out the other side, you're going to feel uncomfortable <laughs> and you're probably going to want to sleep. You've lost all the benefits. Undoing all that work. <laughs> um, you probably don't want high carbohydrates. No. So just think about it. gentle. Start maybe some bone broth, mm. um, something small. You can always have you know a second portion afterwards. Yes. But break that fast gently. Cool.
0: All right. So we love fasting and we certainly support it. But there is some groups that shouldn't fast. And we need to be aware of, if we're in that particular population, to either get some medical advice or be mindful it may not be the right Hmm. thing to do. Who shouldn't?
1: Everybody should fast. Everyone should. Who shouldn't? (laughs) No, Um, no, as you said, it's it's true, Mike, that, that there are some people who fasting may not be suitable for. And the ones that we always think about would be, you know, pregnant pregnant mums. Um, because they're growing a baby. Um, same with lactating mums or anybody breastfeeding, again, mm. they need the nutrients for, for the child. Next category would then be the children. So, yes. under 18s really shouldn't fast because um, they're also growing. You know, yeah. up until yeah. that age of 18, we need all the nutrients. So, we would generally say um, not to fast, even though that there are some studies that show fasting is okay, um, it's not really proven yet. So, pregnant mums, Um, breastfeeding mums children yes Um, anybody who's underweight because when you fast you will lose weight so if you're already underweight be cautious Um, and anybody who perhaps has an eating disorder or has a history of an eating disorder need to be very cautious so those people probably shouldn't fast and then if you are sick if you've got diabetes you've got a you know a fairly significant sickness you are in the older category you may just want to get medical supervision because again fasting can have major benefits for cancer for type 2 diabetes for autoimmune diseases for metabolic conditions um, can benefit the the elderly but all of those groups probably need just a a bit more support to make sure that they're fasting in the right way excellent
0: all right, some great tips there. Mm. So it's time. It's not time for a snack now, is it? It's not time fasting. for a snack now.
1: <laughs> but it's true. We fast every day. We do. I and and love it. I love it. And, love and it. as
0: we would understand, when you do fast regularly, you don't even you don't have the desire because people always talk about I'm going to be hungry. Mm. You actually aren't hungry when you make fasting a part of your routine. Yeah. You don't wake up hungry in the morning. You don't look forward to food until after. Until the time to break fast. And it's actually really exciting, you know, it's exciting not needing food desperately the moment you step out of bed.
1: It sure is. Yeah, mm. I think that, you know, extending that eating, extending that fasting period so you get up. And then you're really looking forward to the meal mm. is, is a really amazing feeling. Absolutely. Because then you think about what am I going to prepare and how am I going to, you know, when am I going to eat it, where am I going to yes. eat it, and you just really enjoy the experience. It's not just a habit
0: to start eating breakfast. It's, uh, yeah. it's something to look forward to.
1: And it's also, I think, people often consume breakfast when they don't need it. Absolutely. So it helps you develop that feeling of hunger and being ready for the meal. So, again, that body sensitivity. Cool. So it's a great experience, and I encourage everybody to try it. Excellent. Thank you for your time. Hey
0: guys, thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience.
1: Make sure you've subscribed and please share the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends. It's awesome, it's amazing and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks day. (laughs)